What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Barbell's Beard and Bikini. This is episode three, and this week we are going through post-show rebounds, off-season battles, and a little physique update from both me and Zoe. Uh, so recently, post-show for Zoe, I had taken the reins over her off-season. Um, just uh, we had a little situation, little, yeah, and um, just a, it was just enough time for me to apply some knowledge and try and get her hormones back to a healthy regulation and back to a healthy standpoint, which reverse dieting wasn't doing at the time. Um, but yeah, we're fairly close to reconstructing things, getting ready to put her in a good position for prep now, leading into our show in October. Um, and yeah, yeah so I'll pass over to Zoe to go through a little bit about her post-show experience, some of the struggles, you know, being from a first-timer's point of view as well. It was the first time she faced some of these struggles, so. Yeah, so, I mean, we kind of finished the back of prep in, what was it, October? Yeah. Beginning of October. And I feel like things just weren't right from the word go, really, were they? Like, I don't know. I feel like potentially there was a lot of issues, wasn't there? We had things like I was constantly feeling bloated. I constantly felt like I had so much water retention. Do you remember me just saying to you, like, my stomach is so inflamed I mean, it and was sore. Quite, it was quite typical for like the first week or two of, you know, eating quite a lot of food and mm. having all the treats, et cetera, that you do post show. And, and of course, all the things you haven't been having, when you go through that, your body does, you have digestive issues, you held a hell of a lot of water and it just doesn't feel great. So at the time that immediate post show, that was quite normal. It was the fact that it kind of carried on. It didn't stop. Yeah. We kind of got the food got better and was back mm. on track. It was still, Mm. I just think nothing potentially nothing was that ideal and I don't know a single female that I've spoken to that's come off the back of prep this year that said that they've had a particularly very smooth uh, transition into an off season and I just think possibly stress factors weren't that great either being in the lockdown you know stress was high uh, the, how dieted I was as well with getting into the kind of last show being that dieted and then coming into such a like stressful situation having been in the lockdowns and stuff I just don't think particularly I handled things very well and I think I'm my biggest critic as we all know yeah. and I wanted everything to be perfect and I was like I'm not gonna fuck this like I'm not gonna do it uh, I'm gonna smash this I'm gonna keep on going and I wasn't listening to my body. I was just kind of saying, yes, sir, no, sir. And it's like, actually, I, I kind of needed to say, whoa, 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 hold up, because something's not right here. You know, we were two months out, still feeling shit, still feeling bloated, still feeling knackered, still having, like, my hormones hadn't balanced out, still kind of st hunger signaling as well. I was just, like, I'd eat and then be constantly hungry. It was awful. Like, uh, I remember just being sat here and I said to you, I said, I just feel anxious. I feel anxious constantly because I'm so goddamn fucking hungry. Like, I could have just gnawed my arm off, like, and I'd literally eaten like 100 kg of bloody oats or something. 
so and I just hit a breaking point didn't we we just hit a point where I was like Georgia I just can't I can't if this is what an off season's like then I don't fucking want to do it like what is this that's where I stepped in and took over and we managed between kind of sorting everything I think we've managed to get things really kind of bang on the money within a month and I mean it was literally like just a case of raising the calories very high listening to hunger signals like eating so much more I mean it's different coming out of a, a harsh diet from prep for a male to a female it is the principle is kind of the same the whole reverse dieting uh, aspect of it yes I can see why people would like to remain in a a fairly stable body composition and look okay and good going into their off season I get that but to to which extent you know if you're genetically in a position where you grow at a lower body fat then it makes sense Mm. you know you'd push the point I'm trying to make is you should push calories there's no point waiting around no. If you push your calories up to what should be deemed a maintenance level of calories, pretty much after post-show, like it should just go back to a, a normal set point to get normal bodily function, hormone regulation and, and health back to a staple and stable point. Mm. With females, it's even more crucial because of most males are enhanced in some way, shape or form. So majority of us, our hormones aren't producing naturally or regulating normally anyway, because we're giving ourselves that we're supplementing it in. So our bodies always have a fairly stable level if you're doing them properly. And yeah, you can kind of, you can reverse out of that phase and a little bit slower, but with a female, it, it makes no point wasting time, you know, a month, two months of reverse dieting just to look good for an Instagram post when inside your body is still waiting to operate at a normal function. And that's not me saying everyone should get fat post show because everyone's natural set point for what Mm. makes them healthy and normal hormone function is very different from one individual to the next. You know, Mm. like I said, some people will be leaning off the whole way through their off season because genetically that is where they sit. But my point is you should get to that point as quick as possible you shouldn't long that period out health is the priority post-show taking some time off having a deload post-show you've pushed your body through an inhuman amount of stress you've pushed it into a position that is literally fighting our body's natural state of homeostasis you're causing your body to ignore everything that it wants to do and you're always fighting yourself during prep so you should immediately give that time to recover post-show. You shouldn't long that process out. And you should definitely take some time off of training. I mean, I didn't at all, did I? Again, this is what I was going to say. Was in the, to. I was in the gym two days later. Yeah, it was it was silly. You know, your body is fatigued as hell. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest mistake I've made out of this whole, out of the whole first time I stood on stage from having a 24 week prep to what are we now like four or five months post-show it was was not just slapping my calories up and taking a rest I just and I think also the transition from being so like go 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 to then saying okay cool I'm gonna chill for like two weeks 
it I think that in itself kind of like bugs you because it's like well I don't want to be lazy I haven't been lazy in in god knows how long like I don't want to do that and I don't think that's a that's a like oh my god I don't want to put on weight thing I think that's just a case of I just I need to be moving and I like being busy I like being up I like keeping a structure in my day do you know what I mean and I like like going to the gym it's a hard twist uh, mentally to go from 100 to zero literally and even even taking deloads now like it's you and I both say this it's like you have a week off and you're sat there like twiddling your thumbs do you know what I mean you got to do that for three weeks when you've literally been doing 25,000 steps and like god knows how much cardio you know you don't want to come off and then be like okay right i'm gonna sell my ass now and just eat loads of food like it's hard i think it's just as hard for men as it is women to get their head around seeing their body change completely definitely i feel like we are in a slightly better position because when we start putting on a bit of fat and growing you know, we uh, I've noticed that most blokes can switch the mindset very easily to I want to get big, bro. Like the game, yeah. the mindset changes, the goal changes. But with women, and especially what I saw with you, seeing your body change was it was like torture to yourself. You you know, you've mm. worked your ass off to get in this shape, and there's an emotional attachment to how you looked. It is the mm. same with guys, but it's easier, I think, for us to switch that mindset. I also I also think that where females put on their body fat like I look at your off-season body and I'm like you can see that you train do you know what I mean like I look at you and I see bodybuilder I look at me in the mirror on my off-season body like my off-season body and I just think you look like a regular person because but I look like a regular person with a slightly larger ass. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, don't, because don't of the okay, all right. But like, where where we hold fat, like on my arms, like it completely burns the lines in my shoulders. So I look like I have no upper body muscle at all. I just look like I've got a slightly wider black like back. You know, I hold a lot of fat on my stomach. I look at my legs and I do bodybuilder, but that, nothing else. Do you know what I mean? That in itself, so. In order to get Zoe's hormones back to a normal regulation, we've had to force feed and we've had to to compensate for the. So basically, the longer that her hormones were down regulated, the longer it would have taken to to get them back. And the only way to get them back is to essentially force feed and push calorie intake past what you should do in an off season. So we've had to overfeed Mm. her. She's had to adjust to more body fat going on quite simply just because that is is the only way to to get them back after waiting so long mm. if she'd done it post show it would have been easier it would have been easier and i think that's time, one thing that we'll uh, straight away implement next year i'm not but the, the I, thing is so with your body fat it didn't go on so when you put on body fat if you're going into an off season and you're putting it on gradually it's going on as as you know, would typically happen in an off season. You're growing minor body fat changes. You are going the other way slightly. That would all balance and go in time. You, you know, you grow proportionally with the body composition changing. However, with you, because we had to force feed, the body fat was stored irregular and it usually gets stored on the belly. Mm. Besides the fact that your hormones weren't regulating at a normal level, 
again would change the areas that your body fat was stored see now that we've got them under wraps your body's changing back again and you can see that shift already in your checking photos where the, the body weight yeah massively moving it's going it's going mm. from other areas and, and coming on in slightly more other areas mm. and i'm do you know what like i I've seen a massive, massive thing recently, like I said, with so many people saying, like, I'm not too sure if I'm going to compete this year because of my hormones and stuff like that. And it's just, it, it almost pisses me off a bit that we're not being taught this. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know that this was the correct way to do it. You know, I, for me, anyway, like, as you said, being, if you're a naturally quite a lean person, then reversing out is, is fantastic. But, you know, it's a bit like being at school. They're, they're, you have two different types of learners. You have a hands-on one. You have, a, you have people that are kind of more writing and stuff and maths. You know, it's, it's no different with our bodies. There's two different ways of doing it. There's probably 101 different ways of doing it, you know. Every single human but, being is individual. Exactly. There, there is and, infinite ways and infinite mm, set points for every single person individually. But Yours you know, not. and sadly, mine isn't. Mine wasn't reversing, and that's no. I don't know. It's just as it's you just progress, though, as you progress, and you do better, more efficient off seasons, and you have better start points for your prep, it, it will set you in better positions in the future. So you of course. Were, but because you had to diet from such a low set point anyway, it pushed the, it pushed the calories. They're going to get low inevitably, and loss of cycle and hormones for females it's is completely quite, inevitable. Quite common yeah. and quite normal yeah. for natural females. You know, it's just one of them things pushing the body that low inevitably at some point. There, you know, there are some females that you know will keep their period right up until two weeks out. You know, in, mm. in extreme cases, it may even be peak week, but that is it's gonna happen at some point you know you yeah. can't push the body to that extent and that extreme without something some, happening yeah you know the body's gonna try and protect itself and and conserve as much energy as possible and the regulation of hormones takes up quite a lot of energy mm. energy balance so for every single individual it's going to be different reversing out of it but essentially Sorry, the condition that we've been speaking about, there is a name for it. It's called amenorrhea. And it's something that I haven't found a lot of people talk about. There are many people that do speak about it higher up in like the, the medical side of bodybuilding. People that are, you know, doctors and things like that that are into mm. this sort of stuff do talk about it. And female specific coaches, there are a few very good ones uh, to look out for. People like Lyle McDonald, um, Joe Jeffrey, my coach is also very good. He's helped us massively. Massively. Situation. Funnily uh, enough, it was it was his wife, wasn't it? That I I read a yeah. post. She'd um, she'd written this amazing post of a comparison photo of her from having to do exactly the same process as me and 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 feeding into your hunger and feeding into kind of your hormones and then a photo of her having kind of fixed it and her weight had dropped back down and you know and she'd said on there that that she just felt nothing was right like something was wrong she was stressed like but she knew deep down that that coming off the back of this prep like it wasn't right yeah. and I, I sent it to you didn't I and I was like this is how I feel I was like I can't even I, I don't know how to explain it because I've never been in this situation before, but I was like, this is me. Like, 
this is what we need to do and and Joe's been amazing obviously because he's been through it and, and he's so knowledgeable and anyway it was, and, it was quite convenient that you saw that post and, so I went, and I went oh that's my new coach's missus yeah literally yeah. but I mean and you've been bloody fantastic as well like I don't know uh, anyone that would have done the research and the time and the effort into fixing me <laughs> right. you know like but th- this is this is the other thing that I get kind of annoyed about because if I if I am one athlete whose boyfriend is so bloody amazing enough to help me get out of this and help me fix my body you know as soon as possible I know there are so many people out there who don't have that luxury who are still suffering you know, and and because we've not been taught that this is, you know, I know people that haven't had a, a cycle in three years that have been competing. And it's like, why aren't, why aren't you being taught that that's a red flag? Like, flag it up with your coach and be like, what, what the fuck is going on? This can't be great for my health. Like, Which why are we not, why are we not questioning it? No, you know, low, like, low estrogen in a female it's not so it's awful it's exactly the same as the health problems you would run into uh post-menopause you know mm. no, no literally minimal to none no estrogen production uh you're gonna have a possibility of cardiac uh issues so heart health is going to take a dive your bone structure your bone health is going to take a dive uh neuro function in the brain there's a the list is endless it's not yeah, it's awful um and that is it's kind of why HRT, things like that in females post-menopause, it is recommended now as the science moves on, as females go through menopause to help counteract these health conditions. Mm. More and more people are becoming aware to the, the research and the studies that HRT is the way forward. The same way it is in men past the age of 40 with TRT. You don't need to be, a uh, you know, like a, a Jew said, you don't need to be a bodybuilder, but just for general health, just for a normal person, just to remain healthy, to keep them hormones at a stable level. Yeah. Period. Mm. No, I, do you know, I know about, I know two other girls that have left their coaches and their boyfriends are now coaching them. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty certain it's probably for very, very similar reasons, you know. I think, well, I, I take as much uh, pride and, and interest in, in not just your stuff, but I've got other clients, other females specifically that have had not the same issue, but some, you know, issues with birth control, yeah. et cetera. And I will put exactly the same into them as I do you. 100%. But I think that is, that's just the standard. You know, it, it should be, it should with, be all around. With a female there's a lot more complications. There's a lot more that goes into it. And sadly, I'm, I don't even think I have enough knowledge to, to say I know or understand the female body 100%. I don't think mm. I know anyone that does. So the fact that every single one of you are individual to yourselves and you can be completely different from one month to the next means that you need to be like this with any any female. You, you need to be so personal and so direct. And it is it's just a part of what it is sadly so the research and the constant looking at studies and that that should be normal yeah 
and it's just it's like I said, just as much as I do it for you, I've done it for three or four other girls I know that have, have had issues or problems. Yeah, you are great with the females, to be fair. Your female clients are you're like you're bang on it with them. Which is then, really, really good. Because you need to, you know. But so half important. of that knowledge, half of that knowledge come from helping you. Yeah. Doing research to try and help you and trying to understand you helped me with everything else as well. Completely. Start at the deep end. Everything else seems easy. So that's where we're at at the moment. And we're, we've kind of, everything sorted. Blood work has come back really nicely, hasn't it? And we're, we're kind of slowly tapering things back down. Well, to yeah, a, um, how, are you, how many weeks out are you now from the finals? Oh, blimey, who knows? Uh, it's like 28, 26, something like that. I think we've got about 11, 11 week, 10, 11 weeks until we need to be thinking about starting prep for you. So from yeah. now till then, we're doing like a, a gentle body recomp just to kind of shift off what damage we did fixing your hormones. Yeah, take us back so to a slightly when, more when stable start, level. Your your body's visibly in a good set point, as well as food mm-hmm. being as high as possible. Mm. I mean, food is really high, isn't it? Which yeah, is amazing. I don't think my food has be. ever been this high. Yeah, it's exactly how it should be. Yeah, I mean, just going on on the post show uh, aspect, looking more at like the mental side of things. This is something I'd like to touch on here because seeing your body change. I know I said uh, us blokes tend to find it easier. I stand by that. I, I know quite a lot of blokes that don't seem to have any issues at all. But me, myself, I found it extremely hard going from how dieted I was last year uh, for the shoot and then for the shows that didn't happen to then reversing, seeing my own body change. I It was it was awful. And mm. it is the same as everyone will go through that, whether it lasts a week, a month or three months you're gonna fight yourself it takes a while to just kind of like be at one with yourself doesn't it yeah and the the best thing that I did in that situation was I fought it for so long and I I did I put myself in some weird weird mental spaces um trying not to get any bigger and very weird struggles with food my relationship with food was very skewed and very wrong for a little mm. while but when I just turned and started to accept it for what it was that was the kind of turning point for me when I started when I could actually concentrate on my off season was when I just accepted that I will die again at some point you know this is it's yeah completely and I think like you said it does take a little while to get into that headspace but once you kind of get into your head and you go like I used to just say to myself like even when I was like 2kg heavier than I am now and like right now I'm kind of still towards the top end of I still I think I look great do you know what I mean like I don't dislike I don't hate my body like it looks very off season but it's just my normal body do you know what I mean but the only way that I love it is because I literally sat there and I was like right this is your strong body this is if you want to be a bodybuilder, you can't just do the cutting. That's not how this works. If you actually want a career in this, Zoe, then you need to put on your fucking big girl pants and you need to just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. can't make pro- you can't make progress like it. It's like I just hit a point where I was like, what, what are you getting mad about? Like, it's a body. You want to eat? Do you want to be hungry? 
you did you particularly enjoy being hungry well no so fucking eat like you know and don't feel guilty about it either it's just finding that balance i find because the first time i got lean 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 i reversed really really badly Mm. and i put on like 20 kg within a couple of weeks that's the off season fucked by that point yeah within within a matter of weeks i had ruined what could have been a long productive off season i'd ruined it in a couple of weeks Uh, Mm. and it is very easy to do that it is so easy to do oh yeah but because i did that i learned for the second time that what i didn't want to do but it was still hard to to stop that and even in the third time the third time when i kind of got it i was much better at reversing out and that approach you know the mental side of it it was still extremely hard Mm. but i had to go through the bad reverse the not so bad reverse to get the okay reverse yeah you have to go through that and you have to learn how because there are some people that can just it's it's not an issue to them and fair Mm. play i would love to be like that but for the most of us (laughs) we hate people like that the the relationship (laughs) the relationship with food gets so switched up it gets so flipped and you become Mm. so food focused after you've been depleted for so long mm. and it takes a very strong willpower to correct that and it is something that the first couple of times i would simply say it just takes time yeah. and sadly you're probably going to do a bad reverse the first time it's just one of them things mm. and don't be don't beat yourself up for not doing it correctly as well i think half of my issue was the fact that i was sat there and you know i'd have that extra like cookie or something and I'd be like I can't believe you've done that Zoe like I can't believe you've done that and then the other person the other little like devil on my shoulder goes yeah but you you've just been dieted like you're tiny you deserve that Jaffa cake you know it was that constant like yin and yang it's like oh and I think that that tired me out more than anything you can't have the cookie and the Jaffa cake because that's just taking the piss I know I'm just just bloody awful aren't I cookie and the Jaffa cake who the fuck do I think I am (laughs) but you know like I just don't be hard on yourself for it and, and don't expect anything. I expected so much of myself. I was like, right, like I'm going to smash this. I'm going to do this. And I remember saying to like Julian, I was like, says to my coach, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to fuck this up. I'm not going to fuck this up. Like you've got to keep an eye on me. I'll check in like every two days if you want me to, you know, I put so much pressure on myself that when it didn't go the way that I wanted it to not down to my own, my own head my own fault down to the fact that my hormones weren't regulating you know that's not my well it's my fault with my body but it's not me do you know what I mean like there's nothing I could do about it so the fact that I then had to eat more and put a lot more body fat on I think I was like 22 23 kg over my stage weight by the end of kind of sorting everything out you know I didn't want to do that I was going to, I was saying to him, I was like, I only want to be like eight kg over. And then when that weight kept on going up, I was getting angry at myself because I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe this has fucking happened. Like I'm getting so angry, like, which made my stress worse, which made the whole process harder. I was honestly stuck in this little bloody circle of just being like an angry little been like it was just so and I look back at it now and laugh because I just think I know next time I'm just gonna go oh fuck it yeah you gotta do what you gotta do do you know what I mean you can't 
this this kind of this battle and this mindset carries on into the off season though, because like I've said about the genetically gifted earlier, you know some people will stay extremely lean all the way through their off season, and good luck to them and fair play to them because I'd love to be you. Oh, but don't. At some point, you're gonna have you know you're pushing your calories into a surplus. That's the only way you grow any new tissue. Therefore, your body is going to start storing some sort of of body fat. It will do it mm. inevitably. You can minimize how much you do store and how mm. much body fat goes on by only pushing food as and when your body is requiring the need for more food because of the forced adaptions you're making through training. Mm. So you can keep a tight knit and a tight uh, control over that. But that doesn't change the fact that if you look back at lean photos and then look in the mirror, it's going to play a head game. Mm, completely. And not even that, I remember just going on Instagram and like the whole thing at the time, because everyone was coming off of the shows, was like, you don't have to put on loads of body fat to be in a, to, to put on muscle, like you can still stay relatively lean. And I'm sat there going, okay, great. Like, but what about the people that, that need to put on more you know it was almost like we were being fat shamed for not being fat and like I just I I honestly like I'll get upset about it because I just think it's like so demoralizing you like why I don't know it just everyone's just I just feel like it's just people are just constantly like throwing their fucking opinion out there and it's like you can stay lean like you don't have to go on a dirty bulk like I'm 23 kg above my stage weight have I sat there and ate burgers and five guys and fucking Chinese's every day no have I eaten chicken broccoli and rice and bagels and eggs and things that I should be fueling my body yes am I still not lean yes it's like well (laughs) you know and it's like you're stuck between a rock and a fucking hard place like you can't what more can I do but then this is it, you shouldn't be it's hard it's hard not to do this what I'm going to say and it's hypocritical because I do it all the time but you've got to try and not compare yourself to other people so long as what you're doing is working for you that is all that matters and, and your situation no one knows mm. your situation no one knows what's but going on under the hood and I'm very lucky that I'm a f- fairly like tough person and I've got you kind of sat there telling me straight do you know what I mean I've got you fighting my corner but like if I was if if I wasn't if I was by myself and I was like a bit of a weed you know I'd be sat there really upset about this because it's like I don't know I think well, I've made well, you soft oh probably you've gone all softy shut up I'm I'm a strong independent businesswoman you used to be you're all soppy now George George come here give me a cuddle that is literally the story of my life. Yeah. George, George, help. please help. Help me. Help me. I'm poor. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I've just sat here and ranted. I've just had, you know, you have one of those days where like shit just keeps on happening and I'm just sat here ranting. It's every day, babe. It's every day. Look, I'm just a hot headed kind of person. You know how it is. Everyone's going to be listening to this going, like, is she actually okay today? Her hormones are definitely back in play because she's angry as fuck. Legit. <laughs> I promise I'm in a great mood, really. 
I mean, it's a little bit of a tangent from what we plan to speak about here, but just the deload situation coming out of post-show. Yes. The importance of it, I think you can summarise it here right now with the deload, what I've just put you through now, just made you do. Your hunger was shit. Nil. Your sleep was awful. Shit, yeah. The training was plateaued. You couldn't get any of your previous numbers. You're, you've taken a week off and you're hungry again. I'm starving. Yeah, you're sleeping better, <laughs> you're hungry. And when you go back to training, you'll be fresh, repaired, ready to rock and roll. Going through your checking photos, you can see that there's new tissue been added. You've shot, yeah. shot a load of inflammation. And the point of what I'm saying is, is this deload after training for, what was it, five weeks I think you'd been training for? Yeah, not, not very long at all. About five weeks heavy that demanded a deload and it was well needed her body was telling us that it was needed so what do you think is going to happen after 20 weeks of dieting and training and pushing yourself with extreme cardio your sleep goes to shit you're you're obviously going to be hungry because you're eating such little food but the you're going to need like itself you're going you, to have five deloads backed up in the bank that you're going to need to use basically yeah. It's that analogy that Joe uses about um, training and your nutrition being money in the bank. And you can mm-hmm. only borrow so much from the bank before you've got to pay it back. Yeah. And that is exactly the same with your deload now. That was five weeks of training before you were, you needed one. 20 weeks of hard pushing and hard graft. You can't just have a day off, eat some food, and then go train again. Don't get me wrong. I can appreciate the mental i want to go back in the gym because i'm gonna look sick with a massive pump i'm all shredded i've just fueled myself food it's gonna look cool for instagram get some pictures whatever do you but make sure that a couple days after you've enjoyed that period sit on your ass rest Mm. sleep nap all the time eat some food and recover yeah completely agreed your body needs it yeah no, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And your CNS as well. Your CNS will be fried. Your oh, yeah, nervous completely. system will be absolutely taxed. Your sleep is awful at the end of prep anyway. The best thing you can do is give everything just some time to chill. Agreed. We'll definitely be... I think that, that'll be implementing that straight away. That in itself will add to the the energy balance and help with hormone regulation. If you're doing yeah. less, you're burning less calories, so your body will be holding on to more of the food you're eating. So that, that gap there is now slowly becomes smaller. That deficit mm. becomes even shorter and smaller. Yep. No, completely. Thus, completely. you have to push food so high to get to that point. Just some food for thought there. Very, very true. Right, well, have you got any questions or anything, babe? Well, we might as well give a little physique update. Oh, yeah, go on then. I mean, we, I feel like we've just... We've kind of done, done yours, haven't we? A little bit fluffy. I have a big ass now, and I'm eating all the food, and I feel fucking great <laughs> in a little nutshell. That's exactly how an off-season should be. Yes. <laughs> I, um, I'm ni- I was 98 kg fasted this morning um nice. i'm now a skinhead 
he's lost half a kg just on the top of his head. Yes, yeah, I actually had to put on weight. I put on weight no, the day after I got married. Yeah, I know. Wait, I told you. You said, didn't you? The hair just makes you look bigger. But shaved head, instantly 10 times more anabolic. Instant. Do it. Um, Anyone out there thinking about shaving their head, do it. Where, where am I at? I'm, I'm three mesocycles into my leg specialization block. So far, I think I'm just sat. Uh, just over 600 grams of carbs a day. Um, so in terms of food, we've still got a shit ton of runway. I'd love to. I'd love to see what if I could eat a thousand grams of carbs a day in a comfortable position. That would be the goal. I think we're definitely well on the way to doing that. Um, blood it would be the goal, time. but our food bill would be ridiculous. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's gonna be great fun. Just a oh, whole yeah. box of Side cereal note. a day. Side note, we've just got our new place. We have! Just just for those of you that care. Just, yeah, <laughs> well, if, anyone out, if anyone out there actually gives a shit about our lives, we're living together. So yeah, this will be, oh my gosh, this will be the last podcast that we're, no, we're no, that we're away from each other. The next no, one you, will be you together. Can just, you can just go in the back room. Oh yeah, we'll just uh, one in the bedroom, one in the living room. Great nah, plan. It'll make a prime example. We can sit here and chat waffle together, but we can have like other people come on. Oh yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, but you know, sorry, back to me. Um, you know, because it's all about me. Uh, so yeah, three, three training blocks in on my leg specialization block. I'm just under three inches up on my legs, so roughly about an inch every block has gone on my legs, which is insane progress considering where body composition is. It has definitely got a little bit more, but I, I mean, you still have abs. So. I would dare to say <laughs> that it's not gone too far from where I started anyway with Joe. Not at all. Not at all. Strength is absolutely through the roof, uh, which is fun. That's, as you know, it's making the off season much, much easier for me. Tracking every single lift so I can see that I am progressing as well. That is good for the head game because although you can't see your body necessarily change week to week, if you see the numbers going up, see the numbers, the book, yeah, you know oh, you're making so progress. Important. So, so important. Um, I now struggle to tie my shoes up without getting out. Oh of my God. Have I you, breathe just... like an old water buffalo. <laughs> It's hilarious. I don't think I've ever seen anyone's face go red and heard wheezing so loud. And he's just putting his shoes on. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's just, it's just hilarious. I love it. I mean, I am you twenty. Sh- I'm twenty kg heavier than my shoe. That's just what I'm saying. You, you should try. Everyone should hear us walking up my hill together. I live on the top of a hill. Walking up that hill together at the end of our walk is like the two of us are like. <gasps> like two two 80 year old asthmatics (laughs) that's what it feels like Um, so yeah for me everything's heavier bigger stronger i can't really complain there's no i've got so much runway left to play with all my health markers are in a great place drugs are considerably low still still got loads of room and runway there all in all I'm on, on track to have quite a nice, long, juicy, productive off-season. And I couldn't thank Joe enough for that because it's been an eye-opener doing things properly. I I cannot believe the changes that have been made since you've been with him. Like, the growth is ridiculous. It's just, it's just in the water. 
Just in the water. Just in the water. But yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like yours was a little bit more. I just gave a very brief overview, but. Uh, I mean, we've dove into a hell of a lot. We have, yeah, to be fair, we have. But obviously, if there is anyone out there that is listening to this that is struggling with any form of hormones or anything like that, please do drop George or I a message. George is more likely to give you a very detailed explanation of everything and, and be able to advise um, because I think it's just so important to get information out there, really, isn't it, babe? I mean, it's it's a difference between being healthy and not being healthy. Um, I think longevity in the the sport that we we do is crucial in every way. Completely, completely. Uh, just trying to pull. These we all talk. Down. We all talk about sustainability constantly and being being sustainable, but we neglect. I feel like as females, we neglect that area, which we need to keep the most sustainable. Do you know what I mean? Right, we've got time for a question, haven't we? Because, I mean, we have been going on for like quite a while, so let's try and squeeze one in. Uh, I've got quite a few. Oh, okay. They're quite silly, though. They're not necessarily... Uh, Are they? I, ba- I was going to say, I bet I could tell you who wrote them, but go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's pull them up. What's your go-to vegetable? That's pretty boring, but broccoli. Uh, mm. You love a beetroot, don't you? I can't. You can't beat a beetroot. Fucking weirdo. Look, <laughs> I like my colours. All right. We've had favourite cheat meal before. Sorry, mate. What's your favourite training split and why? Ooh. I'll let you take lead on this one. Mm. Ooh. It's a lot of noises and not a lot of talking. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, I quite Am like I- like a push, a push-pull legs basic she's just hopping on the trend she's so mainstream uh i don't even have anything to say so that's to be honest everyone does pushable legs um because it works it works and it's nice you'll build a thick dense physique yes but if you have any imbalances or areas of improvement you're not going to really focus on them are you Nah, I'm, I'm just messing. The only training split that works is the one that works for you and the one you can recover from. For me, my personal favourite is the one I'm on right now simply because I've never had big legs and at the moment they're on track to get bigger. So that's all I care about is improvements. And this is the first time I've seen massive improvements. So not push-pull legs, uh, legs, legs, legs. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's just uh, legs, um, legs. Uh, legs and then and a uh, little bit more legs and then a little bit of legs to be fair my training split at the moment was it? it's like legs shoulders a bit more shoulders or a bit more glutes shoulders <laughs> yeah but you've you've got me coaching you i'm inevitably gonna make the, the booty grow and i <laughs> do that it's a bit silly to expect anything <laughs> different isn't it 
<laughs> there was me like um can we do a shoulder specialization because i feel like they need to come up and you're like what's wrong with the legs <laughs> what what we was no we no was, no we need to not have a not have a no 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 a glazed you're, overview of this your delts your your delts are nice and big already the the batty needs you we, we'll just do some batty work that's that's the it's all lies <laughs> um, well, i was quite good for your training split to be honest no, I love it. I absolutely love my training split. Love it. I'm excited to start the new mesocycle tomorrow. I do miss. I do miss doing the the bro split. To be honest, that was quite fun. no. It was it was quite fun when I first started training the typical chest and tries, back and buys, legs on a Wednesday. Never been. About Funnily that. enough, I never went to the gym on a Wednesday for leg day. Mm. Oh, mm, scandal! Shoulders and arms. It was quite nice doing an arm day. That was always good. A little cheeky mm. pump before the pub. How times have changed. Yeah, legit. Hilarious. Any more? Or are we going to leave it there? Um, just going for a little pick. Um, Do one more. Can I have Lotus spread in my plan? Ah, oh, the dream. Picky little shit. Uh, the dream. Hey, you can have anything in the plan. That's just that's that's actually a good point, actually. There is no such food as bad food. If you can you can track it and you can work it into your plan, there's no reason why the calories in, calories out should should be affected. So lotus, yeah, why not? It's a good it's a good carb source, it's got quite a bit of fat in it. Love so a bit of lotus. Peanut butter. Love a bit of yeah. Nice. Okay, well, on the, the Lotus spread finisher there. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. We will be back in two weeks' time for our next podcast. If anyone has any questions about anything that we've discussed today or anything that you want us to talk about a little bit more in depth, maybe hit you with some science, uh, do let us know on Instagram and we will be answering them over the next coming weeks. Thanks, guys. Cheers. See you later.